Hey, what's happening, guys? Grace and peace to you. Happy Tuesday. Uh, welcome back to Live the Life podcast. Uh, hope all is well with you. I just bless you right now in, in the mighty name of Jesus. I just pray is, is grace and favor and comfort and healing and peace uh, be upon you today in Jesus' name. Amen. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, last week's message, Chrome Bumpers. Uh, it seems like y'all did. Got a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from that message, and just the reality that uh, that God's never done with us. Amen. God's never done with us, and uh, everything we've went through is is kind of a badge of honor. You know what I mean? This this gray hair that we carry, or or whatever we carry as we get older. Um, it's not that you know we're getting older. It's just that we're we're rocking our chrome bumpers, amen. I just thought that was uh, uh, super cool. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this week's message, uh, I would say, is is right in line with that. Uh, this week's message is called uh, Don't Live a Dead Sea Life. Don't Live a Dead Sea Life. So I don't know if you guys have heard of the Dead Sea. You know, it's it's in Israel, uh, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest bodies of water in, in all the world. It's 1,300 feet below sea level. It's actually 950 foot deep. You know, it's it's fed uh, by the living waters of the Great Jordan River, right? The Great Jordan River that we've read so much about in, in the Bible. Uh, it's, it's still there flowing today. Um, you know, this river was crossed by the Israelites uh, you know, Jacob wrestled with an angel by there. Uh, Jesus was baptized in that water. Many were baptized. And it's living water from the dew of Mount Hermon, as we read in the Psalms, and that the dew of Mount Hermon would, would you know, just fill the valley. That's what the River Jordan is. So it, it's full of life. It's full of life and, and, and vigor and healing and all of that. And it flows into this Dead Sea. And along its its path to the Dead Sea, as it gets closer, you know, it starts to <coughs> become more uh, salty, you know, more saline. It starts to pick up um, more of the qualities that make the Dead Sea the Dead Sea. Uh, some say the Dead Sea was created when Sodom and Gomorrah, which is nearby as well, or used to be, um, and... Uh, Lot's wife was turned into a pillar of salt, and that whole city was a pillar of salt. Some say that's why this Dead Sea is is the way it is today. So you have this living water flowing into what's called the Dead Sea. And the Dead Sea, no water flows out of the Dead Sea. Nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. Uh, it, it just, the water evaporates from there. It goes into evaporation ponds. Uh, nothing can live in it. It can't sustain any life. And again, the Lord said to me, let's not live a Dead Sea life. Amen. You know, in our life, we're filled with the living water of Jesus Christ. And again, we're not to live a Dead Sea life, but rather allow that living water to flow through us and out of us to the world around us. You know, this is true of our relationships with Christ as well as with our spouses, our children, our friends, our co-workers. If we are stale, if we have a Dead Sea marriage or Dead Sea relationships or a Dead Sea life, 
there's no abundance in our life. Amen. So in our quest for, you know, trying to figure out what our purpose is in this life, you know, which which Matthew 28 tells us what our purpose is. I've shared that with you many times. We all have the same purpose. You know, there's we're to make disciples of all nations. You know, Jesus tells us to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the word of God, right? All for his glory until his return. That's all of our purpose in this life. You know, and then there's this beautiful dance of, of repentance and divine forgiveness. Um, you know, which sometimes we don't like, you know, that term. But if we don't want to live a Dead Sea life, we have to learn to live this dance of repentance and divine forgiveness from the Lord. You know, again, repentance means to turn or to return. You know, many times, you know, Ezekiel called Israel to repent, to, to turn away from idols and sin, to confess. You know what I mean? Confession and command is commanded, and it's frequently illustrated uh, throughout the Bible. And true repentance is a regret and a remorse for our bad choices. Not just check the box, right? Not just, I won't even go there. Not just check the box and think you're okay. All right. It's, it's a true uh, regret and remorse for our choices. And then we get to swim in his grace as we receive his, his divine you know, forgiveness. Amen. So repentance is a condition of salvation. You know, it's not meritous ground. We don't gain anything by repentance. It's just us being truthful and real with God and living a transparent life, which allows us to live an abundant life in Christ, this Zoe life. <clears throat> that I learned last week. You know, it's this internal life. It's an abundant life. It, it's the rebirth. It's the reborn life that we live in Christ as we're born again, as we choose to receive and believe in Jesus Christ and who he is, and we make him our Lord and Savior. That word believe is an active word, which which makes us uh, followers of Christ because we're being active. Amen. We're not living a Dead Sea life. In Matthew 6, it says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all this shall be given to you. You know, it's like all, all what shall be given to us? Well, abundant life, right? Abundant life. And it's not abundance in a worldly view. It's abundance of him, of Jesus, of the fruits of the spirit, right? Of joy and peace and love and kindness and, and gentleness and self-control and patience and all these Amazing things that allow us to live an amazing, abundant life in Christ. It says to seek ye first the kingdom of God. So how do we not live a Dead Sea life? We seek ye first the kingdom of God. In the message version, it says to steep deep into his love. You know, steep means to soak, right? That one definition of it is to soak, like putting a putting a tea into water, right? Putting a tea bag into water and allowing, allowing it to soak, right? And when you soak in it, it draws out, right? Soaking draws out, right? There's, there's that picture of that, right? It also means to, to saturate. So it, soaking draws out, 
It also saturates you. It also, you know, it means to surround with a high quality of influence. So this this steeping, when you think of seeking, think of steeping. That means soaking. You know, soaking in what? Soaking in the presence of God. Soaking in His love. Right? And as you soak in it, you become saturated with it. And as you become saturated with it, you become this living water like the River Jordan, right? That's flowing with living water, man. And then we are not to let that just stay inside of us, right? You just can't keep getting filled up. You'll, you'll explode, right? And die like the Dead Sea. You know what? It has to flow. There has to be this flow is all of these things as you're saturated with the love of God. You know, picture a sponge, man. (laughs) You're getting filled up, so filled up with the love of God. You're saturated. Then you got to wring yourself out and allow that love to flow out to the world around you, to flow out to your spouse, to flow out to your children, to flow out to every relationship you have on this earth needs to, you know, first come from soaking in the presence of God, again, being saturated with his love and allowing that love to flow through us, being firm and content with our purpose, which we're always striving for so much in this life. Everybody's fighting for purpose, which causes so many problems. And I'm not saying setting goals in life is wrong. We've all been blessed and gifted to do something in this life, in the world, right? We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So when we go to work, work's not who we are. It's just something we do. You know, it pays the bills. Uh, Hopefully you enjoy it, you know, but work's not your purpose, right? And then you get married and married's not your purpose, you know, and you have kids and kids aren't your purpose, you know, and you go to church, church isn't your purpose. Ministry's not your purpose. Our purpose is to love God, to seek God, to do it with all of our heart and all of our soul and all of our mind and all of our strength. And a byproduct of that is our purpose, which is to love the world around us. You know, we, we complicate this life too much. We believe and receive Christ. We become a new creation. We live from victory, not for victory. We have purpose in life. We live that purpose through loving God, soaking in his presence, being saturated by his love, pouring it out to the world around us, and we get to do it every day. We get a new 24 each and every day doing this beautiful dance of repentance receiving his divine forgiveness, right? Forgiving those around us, asking forgiveness of those we've hurt, and and forgiving ourselves of our choices. Shattering the rearview mirrors, not being buried under the stones that have been thrown at us over the years, not looking back at our past at all, but looking forward to living water, not living a Dead Sea life. Amen. God bless you guys.